Welcome back to the Cult Classics Podcast. Cameron Jones here, along with my co-host, Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Uh, we're going off of uh we're going off of a Jordan Jones uh request. We're gonna give you the 2000 film, Miss Congeniality. I I I didn't know we were doing it like that, but yeah, I mean it was a suggestion. I don't think I requested it, but you know. Miss Congeniality. After the Miss USA pageant receives a bomb threat from a terrorist organization, the FBI needs to plan an agent within the pageant to smoke out the conspirators. Agent Gracie Hart is an undercover agent and lacks femininity in her demeanor and appearance and would prefer to be one of the guys. But when she is the only resort on the mission, she must transform into the one thing she despises, a pageant girl. Will Gracie be able to show her beauty and grace of Miss United States? Or will her slovenly lifestyle blow her cover before undercovering the terrorist plot? Sandra Bullock in Miss Congeniality. Directed by Donald Petrie, who also directed Welcome to Mooseport, Richie Rich, and Grumpy Old Men. Starring Sandra Bullock, Michael Caine, Benjamin Bratt, Candace Bergen, Will Shatner, and Ernie Hudson. Miss Congeniality. Okay, cast and crew. Uh, directed by Donald Petrie. Mentioned that in the trailer. But um, welcome to Mooseport, Richie Rich. Grumpy What's old... welcome to Mooseport? I don't, I don't know that. I recognize um, Richie Rich and Grumpy Old Man. I think it's a Ray Romano, Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman is, movie. Is who huh. I remember. Yep. Yeah. They're running for mayor. Gene Hackman's like the incumbent or congressman or something. It ages. I don't know how it ages, but in real time. I actually also like, think okay. he did... Um, uh, da, 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 what women want, or yeah, okay. So sort of in the same wheelhouse right. a little bit. <laughs> that one probably yeah, ages. Even I'm sure that ages terrible. I'm gonna say okay. this publicly and not publicly, but privately, and some people. I really didn't like Ray Romano growing up, and it's all because I didn't like his sitcom. But he has aged into something that I appreciate <laughs> and like now. His sitcom, I still don't like. Yeah, I like the stuff he does now. Uh, Edward Shearmer did the music. He also did. Uh, he composed. Um, the 2000 film Charlie's Angels, uh, Cruel Intentions, um, Johnny English, just to name a few. Okay, action-packed and uh, sexy woman-driven seems to uh, that's thing. right up his alley. Yep. Charlie's Angels is much more well, yeah, <laughs> full, full <laughs> throttle. The- <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Sa- no, I wasn't saying like sexy. Full throttle full made throttle, you seem like, a little more horny than you probably wanted to come across. Yeah, and I think that is that the title. Of the I think sequel? it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a joke. Yeah, got it. it was got a play it. On that and you yep. guys are like, oh, he's over there in the corner in his trench coat. That's not <laughs> what I was getting at. Uh, onto the cast of starring Sandra Bullock plays Gracie Hart. I mean, it's Sandra Bullock. You obviously know who she is. I mean, recent is big she? one, Gracie Hart, Freebush. Right? I mean, we can go back to Hope Floats. We can go to Speed. See our episode of Hope Speed. Hope Floats. That's not where I thought you were going first. Uh, my mom loves that movie. My mom does. I too, mean, obviously, actually. in recent years, Oscar stuff, The Blind Side, Gravity was good. Gravity, I like I Gravity. Mean, the Proposal. I'd say that this is her solo breakout role. Maybe Speed is like her. You know, we're on the scene, but this is Starring, like she's a full fledged. Yeah. 
starring me, name above the title. It's my movie. I'm the person. And it's got to be on her Mount Rushmore of movies, right? Still. Oh, 100%. I think it's like I think it's her first first one. Speed is surprisingly yeah, I low. Think so too. It, it almost misses the top 4. It's cuz it's like yeah. a supporting I don't know. Yeah. It's yep. weird though. Um, yeah. The pageant consultant Victor Melling played by uh Michael Caine. Now he's a Christopher Nolan man. I mean, Interstellar. I think now Inception. he's retired, but he was previously. I just watched The Prestige. Oh yeah, Somehow I'm getting movie. around yeah. to that. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, one, one of my it's favorite. It's a good movie. Movies. Good flick. Uh, go back and see our uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, he also does some fun stuff. He'll take any role. What he's famous for? Dark Knight. Yeah, he's Austin Powers, for... Gold Member. He's good. I in believe that. I, I read Powers. a quote from him. He's like, I've made a shit ton of movies and a ton of shit movies. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> Benjamin Bratt plays the FBI agent uh, adjacent to Sandra Bullock. Eric Matthews is his character name. Not Corey Matthews. Let's not get that confused. Not not one of Boy the Matthews brothers from Boy Meets World. Have you guys seen Coco? Yep. I have. Uh, he's Ernesto Everybody De La Cruz. Remember me. Okay. Uh, also known for Traffic and Demolition Man, it's looking like. But, Why did uh, I think he was in way more stuff that I recognized? Because like, I'm looking through his stuff. Can I say it without ruining? Because he kind of looks like Lou Diamond Phillips. You got, I knew someone would do All it. Right. Uh, he's, he does a lot well, of hard. That's why. You're like, you did it? that last no, night. It's... Yeah, I know. He does a lot of uh, voiceover work, it looks like, in a lot of TVs. And also, I think you did, did see him a little more in like the early 2000s. That's but maybe in, correct. He's just yeah. in, like, in like big production. But a lot of TV. He was in Catwoman. I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. Also, Miss Congeniality was on TV a lot, so you're probably accrediting a few more movies to just re-seeing <laughs> that, this that, one a bunch. 100%. <laughs> you're like, is it? Oh, it's just Miss Congeniality. Okay. And Traffic. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, Candace Bergen plays Kathy Morningside, sort of the CEO, president of the whole pageant, Sweet Home Alabama. Says she's the mayor in that movie, but other than that, I don't, I wouldn't really recognize I, it. her mom in the mayor of New York, I believe. It, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Also saying she plays a very similar role to this, but Murphy Brown is probably her feather I in saw the cap. That. She's Murphy that's Brown. That's a TV show, right? I, I, I just never watched yeah. that. Uh, also, Bride Wars um, is up there. William Shatner plays Stan Fields, I guess, just sort of the MC of the whole production. You need a, you need a Ryan yep. Seacrest. I mean, yep. obviously, Star Trek. Uh, yep, his Captain famous Kirk. Christmas album. I mean, I, I, I mostly just does know... Does he have a Christmas album? He sure does. Uh, he makes a lot of guest appearances on TV, but uh, what was... he? Wasn't he a criminal? He was on, like, a show with Spader, like, uh, a few years back, right? That everybody loved. He's been on a bunch of shows. I think he's still doing stuff currently. In 90s, he's yeah, 90s. He's, he, he's, he's up there now. Boston Legal? What are we, that's what, are we that's what I was looking for, uh, Boston Legal. Go. Okay. That's the. I, I kind of like him in this role. He's leaning into yeah, Shatner, it's, yeah, a little bit or something. Or they're letting him. It's almost like he is just William Shatner. He's not playing a character. It's just like it's just him yeah. as the MC. Uh, and the last uh, person I want to mention is Ernie Hudson. Plays McDonald. Winston. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You know him from Ghostbusters yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. But come on, he's Winston to me. Just there's some things that you're like, ah, oh, isn't this big you classics? Know. We're scared to do. We were always we're always tiptoeing on those. Uh, also known for The Crow. Oh, Quantum Leap. Oh, the new one, I think. Never mind. Never mm. mind. But good for him. He's still yeah, acting. Still doing it. He's been in a ton of stuff, though. I'm seeing a... Seems like he's played the chief of police and probably a million Yeah, it things. does seem like that's kind of his tone of voice. Deep cat. It is a deep cast. There's a I lot mean, yeah, of characters. All the contestants there are. I mean, I could go through all the contestants, yeah. uh, pageant 
Yeah, well, let's move it on to Unverified. Welcome to the Cold Classic Movie Phone. It's December 22nd in the year 2000, and currently in theaters... In the year 2000. You could have seen Chocolat uh, with Johnny Depp. Good movie. Is it? But yeah. Kind of. Snitch. Snatch. Find- I don't Depp too. I don't know how I feel about Snatch. <laughs> Finding Forrester. I have seen Finding Forrester a bunch. It it was an HBO play when like you go into HBO back in the day. I've seen that movie so much. Is it boring? Oh yeah. Is it good? I don't <laughs> think so. Is Buster rhymes it. Yeah, but Chocolat's like whimsical. <laughs> Different kind of boring. Like Finding Forrester isn't at all. <laughs> like at all. Traffic. Really? Yeah. yeah, traffic's that year. Busy year for him. Dracula. 2000. Mm, I don't mm. think I saw that one. You see, you see all the vampire Dracula movies? Uh, yeah, it's it's somewhere in there, but I don't remember that much. You're going to like this one, you though. seen that new one, Dracula on a Boat, or whatever this one I is? I don't know if it's out yet, but I will. Dracula on a Boat. <laughs> it's just as we, Dracula on a Boat. I, I'd see if that was the title. Uh, big. <laughs> now we got a big one for you. Castaway with Tom Hanks. Ooh. 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 That's great. But up next, I got another good one for you. Oh, brother, where art thou? Ooh. Didn't like it as much when it came out, but it's grown on me over the years. It's whimsical and fun. Damn, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you're going to like this one. The, I'm a diaper damn man. The Emperor's New Groove. I do. I do love the that movie. That one actually might be a cult classic it's at this good. point. It's funny. Or a cult movie, right? It's definitely overlooked. More broccoli. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got a cooch in here. We got Dude, Where's My Car? December of 2000. I think I saw that in the theaters. I don't know why. Like in in town. Uh, We talked about it a second ago. What Women Want came out that same month. Wow. Busy month for these people. I'm nostalgic for that movie for some reason. And it it, it didn't. I don't think it started in a good place, but it's aged worse. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It was already in a bad place. (laughs) Uh, A movie I've only seen once on rental after it came out The Family Man with Nick Cage. Oh, I like that oh. boring Christmas movie. If you get burnt out on Christmas movies, you'll find your ways to the outskirts <laughs> and and hanging around there on the bench with family Why does man. It seem like Scott Calvin like never became Santa Claus. Like I've never seen it, but it's, it it's just is a single just dad. a version of Scrooge, a version of It's a oh. Wonderful Life. Yeah, another got modern invert- Christmas one of those. You know yeah. who's got its like arm wrapped right around it? It's called the Family Stone. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's set at Christmas, but this do not. Uh, All right, everybody take a drink. Fun one for you. Scary movie came out in December. Weirdly timed. Mm. Oh, wow. I I feel like half of these would be summer movies. Right? I might have been. Or all of them. I'll check back. Maybe I fucked this up, but because there were a lot of movies. Uh, And last but not least, a movie I saw a ton on on HBO, Vertical Limit with Chris O'Donnell. Ooh. I feel like I saw. I feel like I saw a bunch of these in the theater. I think this was around uh, when we were really watching shit on HBO too. So I think we just could watched a lot of these movies. But you chose to see Miss Congeniality. But you weren't the only one. Early two thousand of- is peak like movie going time, right? That's like probably when it was at its peak. Would you say? Maybe when there's like a, a more content. I mean, 1985 to. Yeah, I'd say that, you know, but like I would say maybe ago, like probably. there's more content, more production studios, and more coming to it. I think there's more options. Yeah, 
Well, right. I'll show you what you pointed out. We've definitely discussed this topic, um, if not at nauseum, a couple times. This was the, hey, it's a holiday Christmas time movie. Put it out there. It's not the summertime blockbuster. And yet, but we're going to give you something to watch because people used to go to the movies around the holidays. You got the family. We have two a s- lot of the things you said were family-friendly movies that you that the whole family could but watch. I almost like those better sometimes. But what is hmm. weird is the Dracula 2000 and Scary Movie being in there, though. So there is a little bit of, you know. Yeah, but as we do scary movies, they got fucking weird release dates. It's weird that, that it's true. around Christmas, but they just get thrown out there. Cast away, the they're out. trying to fit that in before the Oscars. Yeah, trying yeah. To, you know, that's the last, like, feeling that with uh, Chocolat as well, yeah. Yeah. Vertical yeah. limit, yeah. Oscar I mean, grab. <laughs> I do think around the 2000, you got a lot more Oscar baiting movies like that. You know what I mean? Like around yeah. the holiday release. Yep. But they were still all, even Chocolat, I believe, family-friendly <laughs> movies, right? <laughs> Uh, what do you guys There's for? not a sex scene in Chocolat. There's got to be. Uh, maybe they don't. You just see. Maybe not sex, but love. Yeah, there's a love making yeah. scene for sure. There might be love making. I actually got don't it. know if there is, to be honest. Uh, Some river pirates. What do you guys got for facts on this one? Um, a tough draw, but this this got two hundred twelve. Budget was forty five million dollars. Box office two hundred twelve million. Okay, wow, not too bad. And there was I obviously mean, a lot to go around at that time. I'm sure that if I looked it up, Castaway probably did some it numbers. Was, it was a hit when it came out. I mean, it, it was popular in our family. None of these facts were really overly fun. But uh, Sandra Bullock and Benjamin Bratt did all their own fighting in the movie. Uh, the stunt doubles were only brought in to make sure they were using proper form. Uh, at one point, Bullock accidentally hurt Brat when she kicked him in the calf. I thought it would have been like mm. when she broke his fucking nose on like the upward, <laughs> yeah, like the the, yeah, the, oh my God. the Con Air kill shot. That could kill a man. Uh, I've seen it, Cameron Poe. I mean, I believe it is just a kill <laughs> shot. Go back and see our... We do Con Air? Yeah, yeah right? forever ago. We'll maybe go back, go back and listen to that at some point. Yeah, maybe listen to our one when we re-record it. Um, this one's kind of interesting. I had to kind of dig... Because the ones on IMDb are kind of surface level, eh. Um, but apparently the the song Mustang Sally played when uh, Sandra Bullock comes out didn't have enough pizzazz for um, for the film. Uh, Steven Schner was the music supervisor, uh, and he said he just didn't have enough, enough pizzazz, so he... he uh, Let's see what it says. Uh, he de- they decided to cut up the song at Sunset Records uh, to fit the film better, and Sandra Bullock actually played tambourine in the background. Huh, that's a lot of work just for to jazz it up. That's a lot of work because yeah. it seemed like Mustang Sally to me. Yeah, it seemed From like Mustang I Sally. I didn't even can't even hear tambourine. that tambourine, and I'm really listening. Huh? <laughs> Weird. Is that ta- you guys? Hear he says he's got the video to prove it because apparently if you're, if you're like bullshit. Anytime somebody says that, I'm like, he doesn't have the video. <laughs> no video. If you got to mention it, you don't got it. You don't got a video. Uh, I found this fun little uh, quip. Uh, this is just kind of pointing to Sandra Bullock's skill in, like, in comedic acting. Uh, the scene where Gracie's coming home after the mission was a failed, uh, the script just says Gracie comes home and starts boxing. So she improvised the tripping, kicking the bed, the whole microwave bit. That was all just like her on the spot. That's good. That's, that's cool that she sort of improvised that. At the opening of the premiere, Sandra Bullock got out of her car and she accidentally tripped, much like her character does. Uh, and after watching the movie, many attendees thought Bullock staged the trip. So, little Hollywood. I'm guessing it was staged. It, does, it seems a little too, uh, yeah. You want a hot take? I, I don't know if Jennifer Lawrence's trip the first time was staged, but any trip that happened after that on the red carpet 
I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's just my thought. That's my opinion. Hot take. Uh, this is off the beaten path as well. Michael Caine's wife gave him some pointers in his role. Uh, Mrs. Caine was uh, urged to enter the Miss Guayana contest, where she won runner-up in 1967. Um, and then she entered Miss World at the age of 19 and came third overall. Oh, not too so bad, she, Mrs. Caine. So Michael, Michael Caine, Mrs. Caine, she had some uh, beauty pointers to use in the film. Um, I think I have a, an interesting fact about Michael Caine's second wife who we're talking about. I did do a report on him sometime. Um, he was on a bender, and he saw her in like a coffee commercial, something like Folgers, and he's like, I'm going to marry her, and then he did. Nice classic. Heavy drinker at the time. <laughs> the best part of Made a lot of bold statements back then he did. <laughs> that he did, yeah. Uh, help me understand this one, because it sounds like a kid wrote this. The movie's theme song for the Miss United States pageant was written by screenwriter Mark Lawrence and his seven-year-old son, Clyde Lawrence. Mark wrote the lyrics and Clyde wrote the music. There's no way Clyde wrote the fucking music. Seven-year-old Clyde wrote Seven-year-old Clyde for, did not write this music. Uh, his beauty and she's Grace. 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 <laughs> she's <laughs> Miss United States. <laughs> Apparently it's partly written that by... part is so funny. Do you think he that's has some, credits on That's some on good this? lyrics from a kid. That I was looking up something for Michael Caine. Do you guys remember what his real name is? No, it's something maybe Horwitz. It's something that sounds maybe Jewish. Maurice Joseph Micklewhite. Yep. I don't know if he's Jewish. I that was not he... near anywhere Horwitz. I, I, no. I said something Jewish sounding. I mean. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, I'm a Jew. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think Michael Caine. Is. Uh, I don't have really too much more other than stupid stuff like <laughs> the people working at Starbucks were actual employees and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, th- actually go to IMDb right now. Look up Miss Congeniality, it's, like trivia. There's nothing. There's four things, and it's... It's a lot of surface-level bullshit. Shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, with that, do you guys want to move it on to questions? Comments. Animosities. Questions. QCA, there's obviously some problematic things to talk about, but uh, what else? You Should guys we just got? start There's off still... with that? Just over-encompassing, it's definitely a movie of the times. It's an early 2000s movie. There's ass spanking. There's offhanded homophobic comments. We get it. Even though the plot line is um, she's dealing in this misogynistic world, it, it, it still even feels more. more than misogyny. Like the, the, the jokes that aren't written into the plot, I'm like, oh, there's a lot going on here. Do you think it's <laughs> self-aware at all? Like I think yeah, they are kind of poking to be fun a of the pageant. Yeah, I mean they were, yeah. they were definitely leaning in a bit, but uh, yeah. aggressively so from today's lens, almost. Sure. You know. Yep. <laughs> but it's, I, I feel like they they missed the ago. mark. I feel like they missed the mark with the FBI agents. Yeah, that's where that's where all the problems came. Well, mostly it's. That's just locker room talk, dude. Well, I mean, honestly, it's talk. mostly uh, Eric. He is just a walking HR problem. He's constantly smacking yeah. her ass in the station before yeah. she's even undercover. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's multiple times. Yeah, and even like the end when he's like, "Hey, uh, maybe we should get a drink now that you're hot, and uh, maybe we wake up together." Like even like the yeah, end. Maybe line, we, maybe we have sex if you're like yeah. Even that is like kind of like uh cringy. Yeah, a little bit. You know what yeah. though is pretty accurate. She's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I'm still Gracie Hart. Nothing's changed here. Sorry. Oh, I just I just want to make a blanket statement that in today's like landscape of 
the way things are monetized, you're not going to get a movie where somebody just gets to be like a charismatic star for the whole time. True. Like there's a lot of plot behind this, but it's just one movie star that they made a movie around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It you're feels saying, like a very will. Don't think that could happen today. It doesn't. It seems like anymore. Yeah, it doesn't franchise. as much. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, doesn't this feel like a Will Smith role, a her role? Like, just hey, let him be, let him shine. Yes. We'll make a plot around it. Yeah, sure. But just let him be charismatic. That. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, let, let's take this back to the beginning of the movie real quick. I have an animosity. Sure. Yep. Uh, it is glaringly obvious that Gracie has a camera on the bridge of her book, and also. <laughs> Why would she need a screen in the book? She's seeing everything in real life. She that relay it. That video is going to the van. She doesn't need an obvious glowing screen in her face. She they're not good at being undercover. FBI oh, you're agents. talking about the screen inside the book. Yeah, why would you right. need to be there? And also, also really hard to to make that happen. There's like that's a just quarter sized black dot on the spine of that book that's obviously like a flaring lens. Like, it was different times, Cameron. Yeah, so, yeah, it was twenty some years ago. Also, mm-hmm. who's going to be reading The Pride and the Prejudice at like a Russian cafe? I don't know if that's what she's reading, but the weird chick that's been coming in every night at like 11 <laughs> yeah. o'clock. And okay. Oddly yeah. So she's scoped Table it for one, get me some borscht. <laughs> As with a lot of these movies, a lot happens before what you remember the movie to be. It's not all pageant. There's a whole bunch of time before we get on the boat. It's not to too much, though, reference. really. I feel like we do jump pretty quick into like, we need an undercover agent. We're at that airstrip. Oh, we get a little banter. We get a little shenanigans in the office, specifically the where they find out that she's going to be the under agent, that's the a, undercover agent. I have a I have a big animosity with that. Is it that the Barbie software in no way would be able to take FBI agents and just all of a sudden meld them into weird? We could help. do that now. We've got AI yeah, now. N- now yeah, we can we're do not, this. We're not. But I my don't think it'd be though. a. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it'd be an easy drag and click. I think you'd have to get a couple things going. Well, like here's download, honestly, upload. What what, yeah. what this would be, and we're talking about the scene. That's my second biggest animosity about the movie. That whole was the whole yeah. scenario. Well, what would really well, happen? And then what is what is uh, sorry, Cameron? What, what does McDonald's body really look like? Well, oh, does yeah, he really have. Yeah, does he see, have that, where are these scans? That's what I'm his getting. Legs yeah. look nice. Does he really look like? See, that's that? what I want to say. It would know. just be a head pasted on a Barbie body because they don't have any idea of what they uh-huh. look like under the. That's co- exactly right, Cameron. <sighs> the biggest thing is like we're dealing with since are, most of the men are wearing um, suits. Yep. How are we getting their bulge measurements? <laughs> and I don't. I don't like that we have different bulge measurements. I, I just don't think we'd be able to do that. Honestly, Jordan. just give me a Ken. Give me nothing. The Barbie AI. That, that, I think that's you know, what I it's got to be. It's just got to be flat. So you may not be able to see this, but um, Megan started reading their biographies like as they were pulling up <laughs> oh, things. Really? So I, I, I said I took some screenshots. Wait, send and those some over. interesting things. Okay, okay. Um, uh, for Sandra Bullock's character, it says <laughs> interest. Um, identifying mark. She has a birthmark in the shape of a pistol on her scalp. And then um, I did take one of um, like. What the fuck? Uh, the boss. I'll send these to you. Uh, identifying marks. Tattoo on his left bicep of Tina. Oh, Go back Tina. next time and check those out when you're watching the movie. Pause on the uh, agent descriptions. So this is uh, because I, 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 I you know live back in Iowa now. I wanted to make sure I didn't have to pay to rent this movie. <laughs> so I was at Mom and Dad's. I'm like, hey, I'm going to borrow Miss Congeniality because I really don't want to rent this. 
Then I got home. It's on Max. And Megan, Megan's like, hey, we own this movie already. I'm like, oh, really? But then I just watched it on HBO. Why did it, my, my family owned Miss Congeniality, too. We all Everybody's did. Everybody's dark. Why did we, we all? It was in there with Twister that? and Titanic. I don't know. Because she's been a, a movie like a star. Really it's, in, Cassandra, it's pretty Friday, funny, so. though. Cassandra Bullock is an America sweetheart. That's why. But but not only that, the supporting cast is really funny. Michael Kang's really, really funny in this. William Shatner, sprinkle him in for some, oh, shit. some magic dust. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, shit might be my favorite line. I know there's better quotes, but his oh shit, <laughs> so good. I, it, it seems like a real reading. That's when um, during the talent portion outside by the Alamo, she jumps off the stage. No, goes, I think oh, it, shit. it might be when she trips. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> well, whatever it is, it's it's that's funny. that's the that's the best line in the movie. No, him at the end with when uh when just like there's an explosion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of. A, like, Another just kind of animosity going back of like just the cops in general. You did say it's just a bad look at the FBI. Total abuse of like the law to get those coffees, budge in line, use the sirens. Oh yeah. At the end that actually at the end she points you know a gun at Michael Kane. That's, that's three hundred dollars worth of Starbucks that oh, she's trying so to buy much. by herself. It's too much. Nah, cops All get those it for people free, are Mark. also gonna be late. It's a line do of fifty you, people. You're gonna be do late. Do you wanna know job. what I noticed though? Lots of, uh, and I guess this is probably true to Starbucks now, but there was not like one black coffee in the whole fucking mix. Everybody's it's not where I thought you were about to say. <laughs> it just shocked me. Everybody just everybody was cream sugar and everything. Sure, no Starbucks black coffee, was at, a, at its peak in two thousand. That may be true, actually. Can I have an overall big animosity with the plot, and then we'll get into like fun things? Yeah. Do big plot. I, yeah. I absolutely don't think that they need a contestant on the inside. No. Just put your agents fucking everywhere if you want yeah, to. That would be security for the, the whole uh, production. Yeah, yeah, you don't even you have to call them it. a producer. It would be a deterrent just knowing like, oh, there's a lot of FBI here for some reason doing scams. 100%. Either cancel yeah. the pageant. They said the pageant. That's would, it. Cancel, it the pageant. Like, cancel the pageant. It was something like CBS or NBC. They're like, the station won't let them. What do you do, Jordan? You cancel the pageant. You cancel the pageant. Easy peasy. But more importantly, Jordan, you're right. Just have a presence there. You don't need just to have infiltrate a presence. at all. Just do your <laughs> Any job. presence. Which again, like they're, them not being good at their job, like when they're all sitting down, they're like, okay, what do we do first? And Gracie has to be like, uh, show her skills and be like, oh, well, obviously we do blah, 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 blah. But like, they don't know what to do at all. Like they are bad at the job. Bad at the yeah, job. Yeah. And they have like behind the scenes on one monitor, like 30 people working with her. Like, I can't believe she's the, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Is it? Is it fun for shenanigans? Oh, sure, you betcha. Yeah. Well, is why it did a shining role? But that just is ridiculous. <laughs> why did Victor and, even and get And they the couldn't shot put her in there, not because of the way she looks. She's so socially awkward. She could not yeah. handle that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. And she's 30. <laughs> you just don't look like you're young enough. That's that's all that that's is. true. Why did Victor even get the job in the first place? Because I, I get the like the the night before, he kind of like trash canned him in the face. He stopped the bad guys. But like he was just a homeless guy out out back. Like he, he had to be the guy. I, I just go. I don't get why he's in charge of this next big uh, terrorist project. Uh, not really. Yeah, it know. was just his time. It's not like he was a shining. It's his time. It, it's not like he did great on that mission. He did his job, but he did get the perp. So you know, get the perks. That's get the perks. It doesn't seem hot, like he so. would be next in line. No, to run to run the operation. No, he seems pretty stupid. It seems like they shouldn't be. It seems like they should have a little more oversight for a terrorist bombing threat on a. Big. Can I? Yeah. This, this made me think of the stupidity. So the the it's a fun fight scene between uh, uh, Sandra Bullock and his character um, in the gym. Yep. I don't like uh, school settings, 
FBI settings, I guess, when there's just an open gym and I feel like somebody is doing gymnastics in the background. <laughs> Some people are jumping ropes. Like there is, there's volleyball. There's no rhyme. There's yeah, no, there's a lot going on in that scene. You train how you train. You just train. train you train how you train. That's right, Cameron. <laughs> I, I understand that, but you would just do it at different portions. Nothing makes me more mad. I'm going to talk to a new genre. Going on. <laughs> when you see a high school movie and there are, somebody's running track, playing lacrosse on one end of a field, playing soccer on the other hand, and the band's practicing all at the same time, don't they have an athletic director or something? It just irritates the shit out of me. It just would not happen all at the same time or the same season. Jordan, it's a it's an intense mix-em-up. You get them all on the field at the same time. You never heard of, you never heard of fall ball, Jordan? <laughs> I have, but I, 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 you can only justify two sports and one activity. <laughs> Track is nowhere in the, it's nowhere in the mix. No matter what state cross you're country, from, it pisses me Mm-hmm. You don't like cross country on the goddamn track. They ran out there in the fields. Yeah, they okay. in the fields. I have another big animosity with this movie and many of its kind, and this will lead into our Mount Rushmore, but it's crazy that no one could tell that Sandra Bullock was hot because she didn't comb her hair. Yeah. That, that brings me up to my point. It's not her looks that deterred her. It's she's just weird. She's a weird it's character. Her attitude. It's her attitude. It's her attitude. Like, <laughs> like I just think it'd be tough for her to go undercover and play it. And obviously, it was because <laughs> she is weird. Like the whole thing, she's very weird. Um, the two things that uh, make me the most mad. Uh, it, I love the makeover scene. Who doesn't like a makeover scene? Love the little montage going on there. Michael Caine shines in that scene. It might be his best scene in the movie, right? It's it's when yep. they're doing her hair and somebody's like, I don't even she I think she's I think Gracie's like I don't own a brush. Mm-hmm. I'm like, then why do you have such long hair? I don't get. You this. gotta own a brush at least. You like, own a yeah, brush. You, or you know how little. to do it. You have to do something. Yeah, that's just a bad person. That they don't get hygiene. That's not male or female. That's she just doesn't know how to comb her hair. <laughs> yeah, we've all like, done we that. We got like just got homeschool written all over. <laughs> that's home. Yeah, that's horse it's, girl. It, well, it sorry. is hor- it's got horse girl vibes and th- th- that's not derogatory uh, but my biggest animosity and th- and this is true i don't think in the time that they were allotted which seems to be like a week's time from start of the mission to the end it was 48 end, hours was two days in. Yeah, yeah it was two days well, th- that was to get her in but i'm just okay, saying yeah, throughout right, the yeah. whole process right probably four days <laughs> okay but even the two-day makeover say they got her to like look the way she did there's no way that that woman could walk in heels she all. falls on the road. I know she trips and they make jokes about it, but there's just no way. Michael Caine teaches her, Jordan. In two days? Which is, well, I just don't believe <laughs> Well, to make that even crazy. Why did they have to do it in a hangar? Did, did they... Oh, it's just cool. <laughs> it's just real cool. It is cool. Yeah, of course. FBI owns the hangar. Because the gym was already planes. locked up with fencing and rope climbing and pickleball before <laughs> they it was had, popular. They had it set a lot up going there. on in the gym. I think maybe <laughs> had to get maybe to the they were on the move. Everyone was flying and meeting at one destination and moving out together. Maybe something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, gym's full. They already uh, booked it out for the volleyball, the gym uh, gymnastics uh, hurdles. I have, a, I have another question that's just kind of about the plot again. So Gracie gets the spot because the girl in, from New Jersey did a porno, but did mm-hmm. are they just blackmailing her? Because the way they say it, she's like, let's just say she's gonna she's not going to want to be like showing her I face. For, so, okay. yeah. so the FBI is just blackmailing a young teenager. Hey, it's better than if they were the CIA. They just murdered that's her, right? That's true. <laughs> just, <laughs> we wouldn't have heard I don't think it. it's like I don't think like See, the, the, the pageant would say no. It's just like I don't think it would help her score. So she just took some poor girl's New Jersey spot for this yeah. whole pageant. Yeah, they. That's that's incredible. I mean, that's. Can I make a comment? Um, just jumping all over the place right now, yeah. but love the bonding between the the pageant goers and Gracie. Mm-hmm. The bar scene is great. 
you know, we're going out, we're raving the night before. What do you guys think about the look of the pizza? Are you in or you I'm not? not gonna lie. Because it definitely was I'm on my so radar. I'm so drawn in by the drum painting that I'm not even sure. I can't. Just it didn't catch my eye. I'll be honest. I think it's one of the better pizzas I've seen. Uh oh! See, it caught somebody's eye. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. I, For some I reason, I'm like, like a cold beer you know and, and a cheesy pizza after a drum rave. That sounds amazing. Never been. It sounds definitely. Like a good time. It, it I've definitely never been had. Um, sounds... It definitely had a, a pizza you get at a hotel delivery. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. It, it looks matter, like that too. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's gonna be good pizza just because of the state you're in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We've been. There. We're sitting by the pool. We're about to play some drumsticks <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like, That's get that right. pizza in here. They kept holding it weird, but I was fine with it. You know it. what? I feel like yeah. we do have to give a little cred. Rhode Island is pretty funny in this movie. Like, even like the the the, the light jacket line, just any of her stories. She, she's, she's good. I'd say she's got probably the funniest quote. Like, what's your perfect date? April 27th. Oh, uh, trickle down on verified. That was an April actual. April 25th. That was an actual mm. contestant answer that they uh, took for it. No shot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that if you comb through that, there's just you could play that. So I was like, I'm thinking out of the box. That's true. I don't know if they're rewarding. <laughs> that is I don't not think an outside all the box. I don't know that. what box you guys are in, but <laughs> and obviously she does not live in the Midwest because April 25th it could be snowing here. True. Oh yeah. I have another. Uh, I, would you like a hot take on the biggest lie in the world? That? It's the um, season <laughs> called spring. I've never fucking seen it. <laughs> never seen it. I've seen I know it rain exists on quicksand calendars and pictures, it. but I've never witnessed it. <laughs> I've never seen spring. In my- <laughs> God, I'm sure it's out there, but I've never, I've never gotten my hands on it. Never. I, I have another animosity. So we know that Morningstar, Morningside is the is the person, the terrorist thing. But why would you? Spoiler. Yep. Sorry. Why yep. would you continue like working with the bomb and doing tests if you know the FBI is all over you? Like they didn't look into her at all. She threatens to kill. Gracie at one oh, point. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like they did no due diligence work because it was barely any gossip. Was she that doing we found the terrorist stuff before that? Like, is she the terrorist or is this no, just a one-off? They, they do mention at the end that they, they, they were trying to set up a terrorist I think they framed somebody. Oh, yeah. And because, where she's like, I wrote these or yeah, whatever, and because right? Because they actually busted that terrorist organization. She's oh. like, shit, that was who we were going to blame it on. Ah. Uh, to piggyback off this. So she's this just actually, mad at being fired. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Whole plot. That's what we call a motive. Well, like a big ass fucking motive. Yeah, like Jordan was saying, it is crazy that like at the very end of the movie, all of a sudden Michael Caine's just like, oh, you mean all this gossip that clearly <laughs> points to who the person is? Well, you didn't you ask. Said your you FBI know? at the beginning? Like, yeah, come on, Mike. Like, he was just there for the check. He didn't really care about this the mission, This movie could obviously. have ended in the hangar if they just talked to Michael Caine. Yeah, or anybody, or Shatner, or just just about anybody. Um, Megan did point this out to me when we were watching it. Um, they show the bad guy working on the bomb, mm-hmm. and obviously we've seen this movie because you know we grew up in two thousand, so we've seen it a bunch. She's like, "Ain't no way," and I'm paraphrasing in my own words, but essentially it was, "There's no way that's fucking Frank doing that." Hey, you're, you're like, about to say, Ain't no way, intricate shit. <laughs> Ain't no way that's fucking Frank. What? Like that, that's like the dipshit her. son Frank is not yeah. doing that. He's not welding that bomb work. I mean, he does seem like a dipshit, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's Frank. I don't feel like he's making... I guess dipshits make bombs, though. Yeah. Most most dipshits make bombs, yeah. Another kind of problematic thing, after after the FBI catches the real terrorist organization and, like, this mission's clearly over, Sandra Bullock has so little to go off of. To be like, I think we should stay. I think it's actually. Did, who did she? Did she even suspect anyone at that point? Did she think it was Morningside? 
Yes, she did. It was almost right. It was almost right then. But it was such. She, like, li- it was just such little I, gossip I, to go. I off feel like shit. it was also the gossip was that she had a son named Frank that like had a DUI and like a gun charge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, I think I, she, I think she got a lot of intuition though that um, Rhode Island wasn't capable of it. Like she's not the real suspect. Yeah, but at that point something. they caught the or- terrorist organization. They're like, oh yeah, like, there's not true. even a case anymore. But she's like, she re- she she loses her job over it. How official is it? And this is this comes up in TV shows, movies. Anytime you have police, FBI, detective, CIA's, is all you have to do is like just give me your badge and your gun, and that's it. And it's pretty much well. Also, I, I'm going to maybe want to actually hand that into the to the gun armory because like <laughs> yeah. now that he's just got to go on a killing spree with my firearm, and I'm screwed. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to want to make sure that goes somewhere. And you got my badge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's an easy all the people that are like give it up and that is it <laughs> yeah then you're done as long as you don't have those anymore would you guys ever put a uh punching bag just in your living room not my living room but i would like one no. yeah i i hung from the ceiling like a like a old school everlast one like the like i dream like she had yeah i dream of that you dream of that yeah <laughs> okay. yeah I, I mean i'd like to be a version of person that uses it but if it was in mine it would just be a punching bag like coat hanger you know like I Jordan just hangs it wrong and just rips his fucking like ceiling down. <laughs> oh yeah I wouldn't install it myself and anybody that does is just asking you know you've seen the internet <laughs> like you're cruising for a bruise and you're gonna hit it your whole fucking house is gonna fall down uh, just a comment I do not think the other contestants would be willing to help Gracie with her makeup when she comes in all flustered that's a win for you no. you just gotta let her yeah. burn yeah, I don't. I don't buy. Oh, that and at also all. animosity. That's not very girl energy of you, Cameron. Uh, it's very contestant pageant energy of me, though. It's a w- it's a like winner's attitude, Mark. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> also, you're busy. Be like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it all. And why I'm, couldn't? Why? Why? Why couldn't Michael Caine's character do it? He, the FBI, told him to leave, or they wouldn't pay him. Oh, and that's, that's exactly right. right. And that, that's actually it. Yeah, that's exactly I remember right. that. Why now. would it matter where he goes after that? I could just be like, "Oh, I'm going to stay and watch the rest of the pageant." We're done, though. Yeah, I'll go after that. I can't believe nobody else would. I'd be so invested in to see who won. If I was a one of the FBI workers, although I suppose if they're paying for your ticket home, you're going to go you're home. hop on that. Home. Yeah, you're probably going to take. You're going to hop home. Oh, get yeah. paid. Fine. You know, Maybe I'll watch it on TV when I get home. And, and speaking of letting things burn. You're not gonna. You're gonna watch it on TV because you're you're gonna see like a terrorist. Attack. Oh yeah, maybe you, like, you don't want to be I'm there. Definitely actually. tuning in. That. I'll head home and That's watch this. True. But also, yeah, speaking <laughs> of another disaster that they averted, you don't go from just batons without flames to willy nilly trying them with flames. You don't know how hard the you how how, how fly the flame shoots. Once. Yeah. She's catching her hair on fire. Well, I, well, I yeah, think we almost saw set. her do it. Once. The double she pump at the end. end. Yeah. The double pump at the end. <laughs> I know exactly I think what she. Yeah, <laughs> pump, 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 pump it up. We got two pumps. In the I know the smell of burnt hair was in the air. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, one last animosity uh, just about the logistics of making uh, Gracie uh, Freebush, Gracie Hart into a pet. She could not do choreography. Not in a million fucking years. Trickle down on verified. Sandra Bullock skipped the choreo so that she would look a little more flustered on not be able to do it. But she did pretty good. She did pretty good. That'd be the way to do it, right? I mean, yeah, and it's an easy excuse yeah, not to I'm do good. it. I'm good. I don't want to yeah. spend the next month learning your choreography. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Anima- obviously yeah. working with Keanu Reeves didn't rub off on her from speed because he would have been in on the choreo. That's true. Animosity to 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 Sandra Bullock, Gracie Hart. At some point, you got to stop pageanting. You got to start investigating. You're already in the top five. 
you already have backstage access. They already know you're in on it. They probably just would have given you access anyway. You could just stop and just do it your job. It didn't seem like she was doing much investigating at all. It seemed like they were more like... Whole ends pageant. They, they wanted to get... Yeah, it was full on pageant. Yeah, she could have yeah, just been standing off to the side. She didn't have to, like, I don't know. Also, to point out, though, Cameron, I don't know if we're working with an A-team crew from top to bottom on this. True. I mean, what, what's his name? It's a good like, point. It's pretty... Like, well, she's... Yeah, I mean, she's she, I mean, she's in trouble from the start of the movie because she makes rash decisions. She's bad at her job, kind of. Yeah. Still, and somehow, then, Douglas is like, yeah, fine. Well, she'll be the main undercover cop on the... Like, undercover agent on yeah, this. Not a, We're going to give her, her our, our hardest job ever. Yeah. It's not a pun. Very public. You're facing. punished. You're going to go on the biggest job we've got. She doesn't like you're the personality you're giving her, week. but that's still like a upgrade. It seems like to her, you're giving her a lot of responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Another just little animosity here. The, the, the mother son team are never going to get away with this and frame it. Frank's on the stage, clearly in view of the cameras behind Statue of Liberty, like holding a remote control. Like <laughs> they're very blatant with what they're doing. <laughs> Frank is just so obvious, and he could have pulled that trigger. Oh, at any I moment. I mean, uh, 15 seconds So this is be better if Sandra uh, Bullock was struggling for... Like, it'd be better. Just, right. Yeah. Right. That, so what is, so what, is, what is the point of... What's the point of the attack? Is it just to prove a point? They're, like, I think she wanted to get caught anyways. Maybe. I, I, think, I think she, she wanted to She was trying she, to frame she's like, She had the last laugh. She just she ruined she wanted the, to, the pageant. Some people just want to see the world burn, Mark. She just wanted to hurt yeah. the pageant. Yeah. I think she succeeded. Uh, I think she won. Uh, yeah, I'm so. sorry. She wanted to hurt the scholarship program. <laughs> she was only going to kill one person too. That tiara uh, bomb was just gonna... yeah. She would have killed the shit out of her. <laughs> well, that yeah, for sure. <laughs> she would have been good. Yeah, Rhode done. Island's fucked, but everyone else is pretty fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it gets thrown she... above them, and no one gets hit with any shrapnel or anything. Everyone seems fine. Yeah, I mean, if you're in your if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. She should have rigged it so uh, Gracie did win it and just kill her. No, touche. You're not. You're not taking out. A, Island, not taking out a contestant. It's just you're taking out. There were so many people holding that thing that they could have just. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't. Wi- he didn't wire that well. You know, I assume those are pretty light. If you got a hold on that, be like, this is pretty hefty for a. Feels like there's four pounds of C4 in these diamonds. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just a lot of hands up. got passed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have one weird. I have a question. I yeah. guess. Uh, and this is to go back, and it's going to piggyback on an animosity I have. Uh, the animosity starts as this. I think, even though this is a family-friendly comedy, and I and I really enjoy it, and I think that um, Sandra Bullock does well, we go a little too heavy in the uh, mannerisms and manliness and like dirtiness at the beginning, and specifically the scene where she's eating the steak. Yeah, I'm like they, they lean in hard, but here? I mean, you know, it, it was a little too much. And then question: She got steak and pasta. Yeah, I was curious about like that too. T bone and pasta. That's all. Yeah, I'm that was a weird combo. Yeah, I saw. I, saw, I noticed Half that. Masticated cow in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Does, did Sandra Bullock just break uh, his nose at the end there? She, she, yeah, <laughs> I think she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she broke his fucking nose. Yeah, like he can't. He yeah. has to fight in a second. Like we need him. Do you want to know what I, I couldn't stop asking myself? And I try not to do this when we do the first movie. I have no idea what happens in Miss Congeniality 2. I have seen it. I don't exactly remember. I know I've I seen it, but like, what could good. the I have I not seen a, it, but it cannot be good. It's not, I think it's not pageant. I think it's Vegas Showgirl. And like, uh, oh, I think that's what it, we just change the location. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because it does seem like this would be a lot of publicity and people would know who she is after this. <laughs> it was aired. It was on yeah, TV. Yeah, you'd think so. 
Yeah, she was a contestant in the Miss America, Miss USA. Uh, big an- uh, animosity here is when she dives off the stage and like tackles just an innocent civilian. Mm-hmm. She's off the case then, or she's like out of the pageant. Like N- New Jersey doesn't get voted on to the top ten. She's gonna get. Uh, uh, well, they ri- they rigged it for the top ten already, right? She gets into that, and then after that, she's. But it's gonna be hard because she's charged with assault and at least spending a night in the tank. Uh, it's she like, tries to blow it off by saying he won't think about smoking again, but that's assault. <laughs> that's assault. Why, why would they assault. even want her in the top ten? Why would they want that? You know who's really not busy? The bottom forty. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of time to wiggle around in the background. Top ten's doing shit. They're answering. They make it seem like stuff. if you don't move on, you get the fuck out of here. You get out of here. <laughs> you clean up and you get out of here. You get the fuck out of here. Bottom forty. We all like this movie, right? Yeah. I mean. We, we, we yeah, obviously wanted to touch on like some of the things that have aged now. And again, this is a movie that's obviously leaning into these tropes and stereotypes, but it's still an enjoyable movie. Sandra Bullock still shines in it. She's still charming and funny. And Michael Caine's still hilarious in it. It's just, you know, as with most movies of this era, there's some moments where you get a little cringy. Uh, overall, though, we do love this movie. Go back and give it a rewatch if you haven't already. But we're going to move it on to recasting. Recasting. Mark, you went a little lower, so we'll try to go off the cuff. What uh, name off for some of yours? Did you guys do a Frank, the, the son? creepy son? Uh, no, I didn't. Off the top of my head, the guy from uh, Idle Hands and uh, and Mighty Ducks. Oh, I got you. See, see what? Uh, no, no, he's talking about um, one of the Bash brothers. You remember he, he like smoked weed with? Uh... I'll find his name while you guys go through years. Okay. So I, I have one, and I, I don't think it's good, but I kind of want a little creeper. I want a Giovanni Ribisi. Okay. I thought about, well, Mark, you go. A little too that, on the nose. No, like no, that works. I, I, went, I went funnier, like more mm. awkward, like the um, uh, assistant at uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So I went Jonah Hill. Okay. Oh, that'd be f- that actually works <laughs> a lot. Especially if you kind of, what's the Don't Look Up movie? It feels like heavily that's a Frank character. Sure. You get more play, though, with Jonah Hill because he's more talented, probably. Um, I, I also could have seen Seth Green in there, maybe. That was kind of in the back of my head, but. Seth, yeah. That, that Less actually, lumbering, that more just really like. well, too. The, who's from Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Chris Pratt, but like the Parks and Rec yeah, okay. Chris Pratt. Did you do uh, any of the. Um, States like Rhode Island or Texas or uh, I did Rhode Island and I just gave it Allison Hannigan from How I Met Your Mother and American Pie. Oh, that's good. Ooh, dang, that's better. Okay, I'll Mean Girls. Um, Amanda Seyfried. Ooh, okay, that's good too. Yeah, I could see that. Just sort of that. Yeah. Uh, and um, the guy's name is Eldon Henson, who played Penub from Idle Hands. That's my that's that's my that's my brother. Go song. back and listen to Penub. our idle hands. Yes, Penub, Penub, Penub. See our idle and hands. go back and listen to our Mighty Ducks too. Uh, yeah, I think we did that. Uh, Mark, who else did you have? Yeah, do I think one more? Uh, I got, I got one. I'll tell you who entered my head, but I don't feel great about it. But it's uh, Kirsten Dunst just popped in. Okay, that's a very doppelganger lookalike. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah that's my bad. I, I definitely thought that too. Okay, she probably I, do that. Um, McDonald. Did anybody do the Captain McDonald? Nah, but I'm just gonna throw out Danny Glover. Yep, I have Danny Glover too. No, oh, that works. Dennis Habert, uh, Allstate, are you in good hands? And then he's in the major league oh. movies. Okay, I could also throw out Andrew Brower, uh, Captain Ray Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Sure. A little more serious. Did though. that guy pass away recently? Did he? 
Maybe not. I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay. It sounds like no. Well, I don't know. I don't Samuel know. Jackson. You could do that I don't too. Keep up with current news. <laughs> that kind of thing kind of gets us to the main ones now. Uh, do you want? Do you guys have any other side ones first? Sorry. Did you do a Stan or uh, Kathy morning uh, morning side? I did. I did both. Let's start with Stan. That would be okay. uh, your. Um, oh my God! Why am I, William? That's the William Shatner character. Will Shat wanting to keep in the weirdness, and he's been doing this in roles recently. Current age Jeff Goldblum. I honestly got to have that as my second choice. You're going to get current age too. Yeah. You're going to get nice, weird, natural choices out of him. You know, it's a let it roll. Yeah. He's beautiful. I mean, I I have a Mount Rushmore for this character. There's so many good people who could could play this, but I'm going to go Eugene Levy. Okay, yeah, that'd that be one's fun. shockingly good. That are really I didn't think about that at all. Really anyone from let, the, Levy, let him let him rip. Really anyone from yeah, the Christopher Guest movies would actually be kind of good. There. I have I have a whole cast of just so Christopher Guest. This that. one is not my most inspired, but it it really does feel like and I got to I got to preference it. You got to tone it down a little, let him fly, but Martin Short. <sighs> Master of Ceremonies, Mark. Oh, you, you see, you're like he can't tone it down, but he can. You just got to use him right. You got to let <laughs> okay, it. Okay. Someone. Re- I I wasn't great. I like both of yours quite a bit better. Eugene Lee was kind of fun, like a lot. And I really did have, I really did have Goldblum down. Fred Willard. Yeah, there were oh, anyone that, from that the actually might be guests, the best, like though. group would get me right. Bill Nighy, like you could. Oh, I you like just... that. Ooh, Bill Nighy actually might work in another place. Okay, okay. I won't use them there. I didn't have them, but that's not bad. On to, should we do Mrs. Morningside? Yeah, let's do Morningside. I'm going to throw out a name, and you guys might say too young, but she's 56, Nicole Kidman. Mm, Current Nicole Kidman. I get where you're coming from. I could see I it. Get where you're okay, I have from. two others in the wing, so you guys go. <laughs> um, from the get-go, I saw Jane Fonda, and I still feel that way. Okay. She hmm. plays a similar role. It's not like super creative, but that's what I felt, so I wrote it down. Mark, did you have? I always get her and uh, Diane Keaton. That was one of my up. backups. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna do Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. I'm do I'm leaning Ooh, in. I'm leaning wow. into the that actually might guest. be more. Fun. Yeah, actually, I love. The, I like the way Mark's going. I'm leaning right into now. the Shitch Creek. Like, yeah, but you're. It's it makes sense and it's good, and that's why this is a fun movie because you could take those people and something. They could them. play off each other a little more yeah. too. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. like that. Yeah, I got one for Jordan Julianne Moore. Yeah, that's like a, yeah. For more of the you're still like the route we're going. It's like you're, yeah. I like Julianne. I know Moore. that's I know why some I threw people It's polarizing, but I do. I just do. I think she's a good actress. I like her. I mean, I thought Meryl Streep just because of Devil Wears Prada. Meryl Streep. Glenn Close. I mean, he, you could go. Uh, let's move it on to Eric, uh, the the guy. I'm gonna the go show. first because this one I this actually think is great. Oh, uh, the main, the detective. Yeah. The okay, got it. Uh, George Clooney. This is a perfect 2000 George Clooney role because he hasn't quite popped yet. He's still coming off of Batman, whichever one he made. He would kill it in this role before he became like an a complete A lister. Uh, I would maybe agree with that. I mean, he's in Old Brother We're Out Thou, so he is actually making a good movie. What at this year time. is Ocean's Eleven? Two thousand one, yeah, right after, right after before this. I can see that. Uh, that one I feel good about. It It sounds like it didn't. That's hit, not. But that's that's, a, that's a pretty. That's that's pretty good. I got to throw away nice Lou Diamond Phillips because uh, I hadn't seen this movie in years, and I thought it was Lou Diamond Phillips, and I started watching. I'm like, oh shit, I was wrong. Uh, but. Current one, Owen Wilson, just fun buddy cop. I started watching Loki, and he's playing a character like hmm. this. So that's not bad. That's not bad. I didn't think to go like uh, like funny cop, like not overly, but he's not like a good cop. He's kind of like a doofus. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. And a little uh, douchey. I went sort of... To a lot. I uh, leaned into the misogyny, uh, I guess, a little bit. Freddie Prince Jr., just some sort of... I'm fine with that. I mean, hottie. that would totally work. <laughs> hottie with, with the body. Hottie with the body. So... I didn't think this, but just because this character is eating almost in every scene, I'm like, well, Brad Pitt deserves to That's be there. That's true. It's kind of his thing. Seems a little below him, but I'd like to see it. Uh, should we move it on to Victor? Victor. This is going to be a hard one. The Michael Caine one. He really nailed this role. I only it ha- kind of feels like it is. I only role. have one, and I think I nailed this. Dustin Hoffman. I honest to God floated him out there. Dustin it's Hoffman. weird how it works. He he can play he plays weird except think about Meet the Fockers. He's kind of a kooky older guy now. And I I could see him yeah, just like knowing how like what he, etiquette is for He'd have his and, own pace. Okay. But for I some reason I, I'll go next. Um and this one you guys may disagree with, but it just felt like a Billy Crystal role to me. Yeah, I could see that too, actually. It's kind of like uh It's exactly like that. Yeah. It's American Sweetheart. <laughs> it's, uh, it's what yeah. they wanted it to be. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. So with that. like shit. I had to just try not to recast a lot of American sweethearts, but that's it's just I tried to go more stoic with it, just sort of like keep the uh I don't know, authentic <laughs> British accent and all that. I did Alan Rickman. Ooh, oh, that could be fun. That could be fun, yeah, too. A little more stern. He's stern. He's but at the same time, But when he does comedic roles, it's biting and fun. Yeah, it, it plays well. Yeah, actually, that works pretty well. I like that a lot. Okay. But hear me out, though. Uh, that Dustin Hoffman, something about it just gets me good. I honestly I got Megan's like, go that could roll. I got a, I got a shout out, um, Mom, Binding Cameron's mom. She actually came up with one that was winning, but it goes to another similar role in movie. It's a Stanley Tucci role. It's got the Tucci oh, role. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. That's actually. her words, not mine, and it really is good. Shout out to our mom. Oh, but that I, is good. Yeah, yeah good. I think she actually won it, and I had to give her credit, though. That's a Tucci Every role. Every once in a while on my uh, For You page on TikTok, like, he'll come across like, just making like pasta. And, yeah, he's really like, into he, Italian-American <laughs> lifestyle, and sometimes he's I love Italy. it. <laughs> so does he. But uh, shout Tucci. out. like I actually like the Tucci the most in that role. Uh, are we ready for Gracie, the leading role? I only had. I'm very curious. Where I, you guys I are only had one, and I've recast them before because I think she has the humor and the charm and the beauty to do it. Jennifer Lawrence. That was on my top three. Mark, who else uh, you got? Are you going to say my other two? It's on my two? top three, so I won't list that one. But she is on my top three. She's our um, modern day version of that. Yeah, she is our Sandra yep. Bullock now. I did. I'm thinking 90s, 2000 actually. Um, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Considered that, but I couldn't say it in front of camera because he has a dislike for That's her. That's why I said she, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like her. That's but she's perfect for this role because she leaned into the aggressive, like over aggressive acting, like Butch at the beginning, and yes. then like turn into this. Yes, I I went. I guess just half a generation earlier. Um, Jesus, I'm blanking on the name now. But no, it's it's. No, it's Julia Roberts, but it just was blanking. Oh, it's Julia Roberts. Yeah, the Julia Roberts definitely works for this. Yeah, when she was younger, I guess before you know, she was. It seems like a similar role. Plus, I didn't want to say Emma Stone again. I thought about her. Yeah, she was on the I actually think the modern day version is Jennifer Lawrence because she's got the I, I think that, chops. I think that's the. I think that's the best cast. I, I got yeah, one I for you, uh, Spider Man. Um, shit, uh, Zendaya. Don't what about st- Zendaya? Zendaya? Yeah. Zendaya. Yeah. That would be way even harder to be like... Zendaya? Oh, so How do you say it? She'd be... Zendaya? It would look Zendaya? more maybe age-appropriate. I got a question. Is she funny? I don't know her roles enough. Yeah, kind of. It's like, a dark funny. She's funny in Spider-Man. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, Zendaya would work. I think there's a lot of leading ladies that work here. And I think to the point out, like, the back, this is a Will Smith... Like, just let movie stars be a movie star. Just make a movie around them. Let them just be entertaining. Let them ride. Uh, let us know what you Rip. thought of our recasting this week. Hit us up on social media. But we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore Top 4. Mount Rushmore Top 4. Mount Rushmore Top 4. This week, we're doing our Top 4 of movie makeovers. Uh, I do, is there a caveat where it's like already an attractive person and they just become attractive? I mean, you find me a movie where they make over a not-attractive person. Yeah, so, we'll, okay, we'll so let it ride. So that's what we're doing. Uh, this week Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, he never gets a makeover. He just Does, stays a freak. No, okay. <laughs> he dies um, a freak, Jordan Mark. Stays freak. Uh, no, this, yeah, yeah. this week, we're going to go Jordan Mark Me. Jordan, what's your top four favorite makeover in a movie? So I got to say it. I, I told myself if I get number one, I'm not going to overthink it. Don't it, overthink it. It, it, really is, it. it really is Pretty Woman. It's the iconic to me movie makeover okay. scene. And I, I don't think people thought she was ugly. Um, like, you know, in, in what right. you're saying. Yep. But it's like you, you got the montage. She becomes a streetwalker into a lady. I don't know. That's that's what I'm going with. No, it definitely deserves a top four list. Uh, Mark, what you do? What you pulling out? That's definitely on the big board for me. I am um, hmm, torn between two. This one's a big one. Michigan geniality is is, is a big one. I'm gonna I go. Think it would be. Princess Diaries. Ooh, that was going to maybe be mine. Nice. That's, that's another one. Anne Hathaway. She's very yep. attractive. She just needs to comb her hair. <laughs> just got to comb your hair. <laughs> There's another scene where they break a brush handle. It's just all about the hair. It's all about the hair. Uh, I have a few here, but I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't say she's all that. Yep. Uh, that seems like, yeah, that had to be on there. I thought one of you would take it, so I'm actually surprised I still had that's it. What I was, that's what I was uh, toying between was, was she's all that and Princess Diaries. I think what's similar in She's All That and Miss Congeniality is such a huge plot point, but it's the same with all these. Like, you- Take off glasses, comb your hair. <laughs> this is the most egregious comb, one. Comb I think all they hair. did was take off glasses for her. Yeah. Anyway, they brushed her hair. Uh, with that, we get into our honorable mentions. Do, do you want to know a kind of sneaky honorable mention? What's that? It's Heath Ledger from 10 Things I Hate About You. Didn't get a full makeover. Oh, yeah. But definitely, definitely redid his, his character. I'll throw you that. Can I throw you almost another weird one? Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire, that makeover scene. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, I thought about that's, saying it, but. Oh. That's just outside of the box that I'm going to accept that. That's fucking amazing. That's yep. so good. That, that actually, might take the cake. That's number one. That's the best movie makeover. That's, that's the best movie history. makeover. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know what? We all missed a big popular one we all like. It has another egregious. She starts attractive and they just change her clothes. Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan. Mean Girls does it, yep. I thought about that one. So this is one I I saw on list as well. It's sort of a makeover, but it's so late in the game. You got to put Grease on there. Sandy's little tell me about it stud video. Go back and listen to our Grease. Did we do Grease? No. Yes? No, I I think we did. Go back and check it out. I know a lot about it. Um, I will say this. We'll do Mean Girls sometime. Christmas adjacent? I don't know. Maybe we'll do it in November. Isn't Anne Hathaway in Devil Wears Prada too, where she gets she, a makeover? She is. Yeah, that, that made some list I saw on the internet. I've actually so that's never another, seen it. That's another few movies. Like this movie had very strong Devil Wears Prada feels. It really had a lot of American sweetheart feels to me. Yeah, I don't know does. if we'll ever do that. We should. Did uh, it have any Richie Rich feels to you? 
We'll find out when we do it for you. <laughs> maybe, maybe the score. I'm just know. asking because uh, he directed Richie Rich. Uh, Jennifer Lopez <laughs> made in Manhattan. She just is not wearing a maid uniform, and that's the difference. Yeah, hers is pretty. Yeah, yeah. She's she still Jennifer she Lopez good. in a maid outfit. <laughs> She's still Jenny from the block. She, she from the get go. What's another good one? Uh, never been kissed. Uh, Drew Barrymore at the end. She's just kind of dressing like a nerd, and at the end, she gets like a '90s dress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw Clueless on a lot of lists. Oh, the uh, yeah, the Brittany Murphy, Brittany character. Murphy character. Yeah, she shows up a lot. I, I believe. What about shows. Hook? You mean the little traitor son yeah, becoming maybe. Captain James Hook? Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker no, really I'll, gets I'll a take, makeover. I'll take that. He almost gets his ears pierced. I don't hate that one. Uh, that's all you right know, on it's list. not a full makeover, but I would say that uh, this would belong more to the category like a sports team gets new uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Lost Boys and Rufio at the end. They get a yes. fucking new digs, and I like it. It's a jersey reveal party, and it's not too bad. <laughs> Do you guys have anything right, else on your list? That was actually all mine. No, that's pretty. I thought it'd be a deeper list. Yeah, like I did too. Actually. It's just they're um, so egregious; they really stick with you. Yeah, but there's like everyone we said is like iconic for that. So True. it's a thought we 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 were trying out of the eyes across the team. I do the, like Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, <laughs> yeah, we got fun. We had some fun. Mrs. Doubtfire is the funnest one, though. I did not even think of that. That was great. That, whoever, great pull. That was great. great. Let us know some of the makeovers that we miss from your favorite movies. But thanks for listening to our take on Miss Congeniality. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, rate and review. If you want more content, check out all of our programs, Urban Hermit and I'm Not Crazy. We'll check you on the next one. Bye. Bye.